what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Hey, welcome to the Healthy AF Podcast. We all know that health is complex and multifaceted. Amy Chang and Fran Paradine are here to break it down, talk it up, and learn from a whole slew of really amazing guests. Fran and Amy are both health coaches, and just like health, their practices and viewpoints are individualized. You'll hear different takes on the same information as they discuss all things health, and you'll learn with them as they talk with guests who explore all different areas of health. Every episode will be fun, informative, and entertaining. If you like what you hear, please follow us and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Healthy AF Podcast. Amy and I are here. This is actually our first recording in the new year. Um, I'm not sure when it's going to actually drop, but we are um, coming back after a little bit of a break. So excited to be back. And we are really excited to have Dr. Matt Kirkland with us, who uh, is the owner and sole practitioner of New Directions Chiropractic in Hickory. Um, And he is going to be celebrating one year in business on February 1st. So Matt, Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm really excited to learn more about you and what you do and kind of your philosophy um, behind your chiropractic work. Um, So let's just start out by um, asking you kind of what got you interested in chiropractic work? Uh, Yes, uh, thank you so much for letting me do this. This is exciting. Uh, But yeah, I'll be in practice one year uh, in February. So it's hard to believe it's been one year. I mean, last year was just, you know, just went by so quick. It's just like a roller coaster, had its ups and downs. But yeah, uh, chiropractic actually, believe it or not, was not my first choice uh, as far as what I wanted to do. I mean, I knew I've always wanted to be a doctor because I've just always had a heart for people. I just want to take care of people because I just see how people get treated nowadays in the system and, and they just get lost and they don't get the answers they want. And um, actually originally I wanted to go into dental school, believe it or not. Uh, imagine these big hands in somebody's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> uh, but no, the, uh, I got kind of bored with the, with the process with the dental school. Uh, it just got to be really competitive, really political. It just wasn't, it wasn't fun. Um, and then I shadowed several dentist offices doctors. Uh, nobody, nobody seemed happy. I mean, I don't know anybody that I know that loves going to their dentist. Um, so I kind of took a couple years off after school, try to figure out what I wanted to do. Uh, and then I kind of happened upon, you know, a chiropractic cause I had never been at the time. Well, actually I had been like when I was 14, but I only went a few times. Um, but I never really understood what it was. And I met this doctor and he kind of took me under this, under his wing and uh, kind of showed me the ropes, uh, even offered me like a little CA job, you know, kind of to get some behind the scenes look at what patients are really going to go under. Um, and I loved it. I fell in love with it. I mean, it was just a great environment. People were happy. People would come in hurting and pain. They'd leave laughing, joking. Um, you got the immediate results most of the time that people were looking for, you know, without the medications. And you don't get that from doctor's offices. Uh, you know, you usually leave the same way you walked in um, just uh, with a bill. Um, but uh, it was just much nice, 
it was nicer to see that. And I wanted to be a part of that. So I kind of looked into it some more. Um, obviously, you know, applied to Life University is where I went to down in uh, Atlanta and graduated. And I've just, you know, I've loved it ever since. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so I also, I mean, one of the things that interests me about what you do in your kind of philosophy and your practice is um, the way you incorporate all, all kinds of health. It's not just about cracking people's backs. Um, you are really, um, you know, on your Instagram page and on your Facebook page. And when you talk, um, you're really educating people about yeah. how what they eat also okay. and how other other aspects of their bodies are really important it's not just about kind of you know mm-hmm. cracking the back oh yeah well you are what you eat right now um no i tell patients you know most of the problem that i see with any kind of like health issues is education really it's just lack of education you know People just assume they can eat whatever they want. And, you know, if they're feeling bad, they, you know, kind of maybe diet for a little bit and then, you know, get back to the, the old habits. But, you know, it's really about that education. I want my patients to be, you know, educated as most as, as much as possible to to know that their health does not have to be this way, that they don't have to just live with it, that the choices you make you know, your health is a choice and you can choose whether to live healthier every day or you can choose to do what the world wants you to do and maintain sickness. Uh, and that's kind of what I tell them to rely on them. Um, and that's why I do my superfood spotlights once a week and I do my healthy habit tips and I do my, what I call my beyond back pain articles, which I kind of write this little short little, um, tidbit to tell you that what chiropractic can help with, you know, I mean, it's not just for back pain. That's why it's the name, you know, beyond back pain. Um, I've got everything on there. Um, and it's, it's just a really cool and fun way to kind of educate patients on what they might not know about chiropractic. What do you find, Matt, that is the biggest educational gap in your patient population? Uh, well, other than the fact that most people think that you just come to the chiropractor when you're in pain, um, that's one of the big gaps there, and that's not the case. Um, I actually try to to not promote that. I don't promote like come to me in pain, come to me in pain, because that's you're basically you know downgrading yourself. Um, most people think that oh, I don't go to the chiropractor, my back's fine, or you know my neck's fine, whatever. Um, you don't go to the chiropractor because you're in pain. You go because you want to be healthy. If your nervous system is functioning the way it's supposed to be free of interference, and we'll, we can probably get into that later, um, your body works the way it's supposed to, and you, and you don't have these issues, and, and pain does not become the deciding factor whether or not you go to the doctor or not, like it usually is with the medical world. Um, did that you know, yeah, it did answer my question. And, what what gets me is most of my clients um, do come in pain. Like it's a, it's a great motivator, right? <laughs> like whether it's pain because you're tired of pulling, yeah, what you're tired of pulling your panties out of your butt, or you're you know you're tired of huffing and puffing from the you know parking lot into the Walmart, or you know whatever. They, there's a pain point there. And um, I think it's very common, myself included, you know, once you get um, fitting into your pants again, sometimes you forget the healthy habits that got you there. 
Exactly. So yeah, pain, pain is a great motivator. Uh, and I hate that because it shouldn't have to be. That's kind of like the, the straw that broke camel's back. Um, now, obviously, yeah, patients come to me in pain every day. I see that. And that's okay. And I can usually help them get out of that. But it's more of like getting them to realize that you don't have to wait to this point. Like you can take mm-hmm. care of this now and prevent this from the future if you take care of it now. Uh, but that, like I say, it's, it's all in their choice that they're making. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, uh, my experience, and I'm wondering if it's similar for you, because I'm guessing it is, is that when people come in in pain and the pain is relieved, then they can look at the thriving part before they were in the surviving part. And then they can look at the thriving part um, and really benefit from some of that education and other services that that you so generously provide for people. Yeah. And that's why I set my treatment plan up a little bit differently than just like how some chiropractic offices do packages and things like that. I like to look at each patient individually and kind of see what their needs are, what their habits are. And I kind of put them on a, you know, a different phases of treatment plan. So the first phase of my care usually is called pain relief. <laughs> Obviously, that's the yeah. first part of any kind of care plan is to, to put this fire out, reduce the inflammation, promote the healing that needs to happen. Um, and it doesn't take a long time for that. Usually that's just the first couple weeks or so. Um, and then I move them into what I call phase two, which is stabilization care. Um, and stabilization care is much more important because that's the retraining phase. That's when I kind of get your body to remember what normal was um, and erase the bad muscle memory, the bad uh, habits that we have, and get it to remember what normal should be, the, the new normal, I should say. Or I should say the old normal because the old normal becomes the new normal when people get into their habits and they think that that's all they have. So I've got to get it retrained and it takes longer for that, but it's a gradual step down. You know, it's just like going to the gym, eating weight. You've got to retrain it to get the results. Um, And then once I get my patients out of pain, get them stable and get them stronger, then I move them to phase three, which is wellness care. Um, and like I say, wellness care is just the the maintenance part. It's like brushing your teeth, changing the oil in your car. You know, if you don't maintain it, you will lose it. Um, and that's why I say the wellness is the most important part. But I usually recommend patients come in, you know, once a month, once every two weeks to get a routine checkup because you're going to still live your life. You're going to continue to do things. It's not like you're going to get locked up in a closet the rest of your life after you get fixed and you're going to stay that way. No, you're still going to make bad decisions every day. Um, you're going to live your life, but that's what the wellness care is for. It's to maintain that. So <clears throat> Matt, let me ask you this because um, I've never been to a chiropractor. I have to admit. What? So, never. Uh, I know. And- Runs off the podcast. Blasphemy. I know. (laughs) Um, But so, so tell me like what, what your services could do for me. I'm, I'm not in pain. My, you know, I'm, I'm, I function really well. I go to the gym. I, you know, my, like I, my body does pretty much what I ask it to do. So help educate me about what, what going to the chiropractic chiropractor would be able to do for me to, to better my health. Yeah. So you've never been to the chiropractor at all. You've never had an assessment, correct? I sent my, I sent my daughter to, uh, to to fill it out first. (laughs) (laughs) She was a guinea pig. Oh no. I told her about it. I said, you've got to get your mom in here. (laughs) Well, uh, Well, like I say, 
what I explained before, you know, it's not just for pain, but chiropractic in general, it's really about the body. And I call chiropractors kind of like the electricians of the human body, because what we're doing is your spinal cord is the most important part of your body. It controls everything you do, your brain, your spinal cord, and your spinal column protects that. So if something in your spine is off kilter, misaligned, you have a subluxation present, that is going to cause some issues in the nerve flow between your brain and your body. Now, obviously, you might not notice it right off. I mean, this could be years of time, but eventually, if you leave it, it will lead to further problems. It's kind of like, and I'll use this analogy with patients. You know, if I take the lights in my office and I put them on a dimmer and I dim them down all the way, well, you can still do things. You can still read your book. You can do whatever, but it makes it more difficult to do that. And over time, you're if you read a book in a dimly lit light, you're going to start getting headaches, eye strain, muscle tension, things like that. And that's kind of what happens over time. So what my job is, is to restore that connection, remove those interferences from your spinal column and your nervous system to turn the power back up. So that way it works like it's supposed to. Does that make sense? Yes. So can I give you a real life example that happened this morning? And then Matt, you can say like, yes, that makes sense or no, that doesn't make sense. Okay, so today um, I've known probably I need to hit my chiropractor up. Like I've known it's just some things aren't feeling quite right. And like Fran, on the most part, I, I roll pretty well, right? My leg is healing up from an injury. I sleep relatively well. You know, every, all systems are go. But today I bent down to pick up my dog and put him, and granted he's 70 pounds, but put him in the car. And I totally peed myself. (laughs) And I was like, oh. And for me, and I think what people don't maybe get, is that we're not just talking about your back hurts. We're talking about your nerves have to control and communicate with your entire body, which includes your gut, your Mm -hmm. bladder, all Mm -hmm. your sex organs, your heart, your skeletal muscle. You know, it's everything. So you may not be having pain, but there may be something that is not um, getting that full power that it needs. Can you address that? That dysfunction. Yeah, correct. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, there's pain and then there's dysfunction. Uh, because pain is usually the last thing to show up in most cases, and it's usually the first thing to dis- disappear. But it's that dysfunction that takes longer because if something's not communicating like it's supposed to, it's going to be weak, it's going to be unstable, and that's going to cause problems like the symptoms that most people have and take medication for. And that doesn't have to be there. And I and I think of it this way, you know, if – and I'm not, you know, hitting against medication and all that because we definitely do need medication and surgery. But I do in my office let patients know that, you know, this is not the only way to health. Like medication and surgery should be the last option in your care and not the first option. And yet people want to get a headache. They want to reach for the Tylenol or the Excedrin. And that doesn't do anything. It might help for a little couple hours and then it, they got to take more and then their body gets used to it. So they're going to up the dose. But I look at it this way. If your body is communicating the way it's supposed to and the the nerves are working and everything's communicating, you don't need the medication. And that's where I come into play 
because we're reestablishing that communication because your body's smart. It's smarter than you. It knows what it needs to be in order to be healthy. It's going to take over. If you ignore it and keep pushing through, pushing through, if you're hurting, it will knock you on your butt. Basically, I've heard patients tell me all the time, oh, I got off the couch to change the TV and I threw my back out. Well, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't happen, right. but it does happen because they kind of got to that breaking point. Your body's like, no, you're not listening to me. You're not driving this bus anymore. <clears throat> I threw a back spasm that lasted about three weeks when I picked a pillow up off the floor one time. That was all. I just picked up a pillow. It wasn't a CrossFit. It wasn't a head. I picked a dog. I picked the one of the dog beds, which is just a little pillow because we had a small dog at the time. Uh, off the ground, my back went in spasm for three weeks. It was awful. I, nope. Let me back up to Amy, your question about it, it like my the alignment of my back could be connected with bladder issues. Yeah. Are you asking me or Amy? I'm I, I'm asking you oh. because Amy Amy clearly made the connection, yes. and I'm yeah. like I'm checking to see if Amy's batshit crazy right now. Because well, because actually that my my I back doesn't hurt, but good lord, when I do jumping jacks or I'm jumping rope, like there's <laughs> there's some bladder issues there, and I just assumed it was age and having oh. three kids and you know and menopause well, and hormones. That's another whole podcast. <laughs> I was say, yeah, that that yeah, adds to the problem. Yeah. And yes, the nerves that innervate the bladder are, yes, they're in the lower back and that they can be correlated. Now, it's not saying that's the that's the actual cause. I mean, there's always different factors in the play here. And that's why I say, you know, health as a whole is not just one thing. I mean, chiro- going to the chiropractor is not the one thing you need to do to be healthy. It's, you know, everything else. It's only like, you know, 25 percent of the of the thing here. But yes, any anything that your body does controls is controlled through the spine and the nervous system. So if you have a misalignment somewhere in there, it will cause problems down the road. Might not happen tomorrow, might not happen today, but it will definitely happen. So that's why it's best to keep it functioning at a hundred percent every day or as much as you can, so that way you can function better. You don't have to worry about the limitations that it can cause. And I think sometimes. Um they are dysfunctions that we do normalize. Like mm-hmm. I only poop every three days. That's not true. If I don't poop every day, I'm like, you know, uh, myself. But you know, things like that that we we normalize. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my tummy's just really sensitive, or yeah, I've got allergies all the time, or you know, those kinds of things that maybe we don't correlate to. Dude, if your nervous system isn't communicating well you're not helping yourself. Like it may not be um, directly causing, but it's not helping you heal. Exactly. And that's so true. I used to think the same thing, Amy, about the, you know, not going to the bathroom every three days, you know, it's, it's normal to go three times a day, you know, and that's, and we, we think that's unheard of. You're like, Oh, you must have diarrhea. If you go into the bathroom three times a day, it's like, no, that's normal. You should be going to the bathroom every time you eat technically. But people don't eat enough fiber, drink enough water, and those are easy fixes. And that right there, I mean, your plumbing system can get clogged up if you don't flush things through it, or if you don't eat enough things to push it through. Yes. It all comes down to your poop. (laughs) (laughs) It does, man. Absolutely. If you're peeing and pooping and your, like, mucosal surfaces are pink, you're oxygenating, life is good, man. What do you do when you have a baby, right? It's like, did it poop? Did it eat? Did it poop? Did it eat? That's what, they, you know, that's that's 
<laughs> That's simple life basics right there. Moving, eating, and sleeping. Yep, for sure. So I've got a question for you, um, Matt. What I want to know is, aside from uh, care of the spine, what is it that you feel like you see the most in your patient population that um, is missing or a struggle? I'm wondering, is it food? Is it movement? Is it sleep? Is it hormone regulation? Is it stress? You know, what is it that you, in fact, I'll ask a different question. Maybe it's more interesting. What do you absolutely love and get lit up about sharing with people um, aside from their spine stuff? I guess I just love it when people come to me, and I don't know if this will answer your question or not, but I just love it when patients come to me and they're like, I've tried everything else and you're my last option. Mm. And I love that because I get to show them what their first option should have been really. Um, and they see the difference and I get to see their eyes change. And that's why I love when I do my report of finding with my new patients, because I take like, you know, a good 30 minutes or so to explain to them and walk through them about their health, about what chiropractic is, about how they're supposed to, to view healthcare. And I get to see their eyes open up and they're like, I've never had this explained to me before. I've never thought of it that way. That makes so much sense. And I love it when I get that connection because I got to show them something that they've never seen before. That's really simple. Um, and it's easy to understand for anybody. And it's so easy to do. Does that, is that kind of answer your question? Yeah, totally. Uh, I am imagining that you love Christmas because it sounds like you like oh. even gifts. <laughs> I'm actually the Grinch when it comes to Christmas, but not because I hate it, because I deck my office out in, in Whoville. So that's. Oh, wow. It's, it's actually pretty amazing. Yes. So, so it sounds like part of your kind, when you get these new clients in, part of your um, routine with them is, is education, kind of educating them about, you know, what could be causing their symptoms and, and how you're, you're going to approach um, helping them. But can you, so if, when I come in as a new patient, what, um, what, what, is, what can I expect when I walk into your office and, and, and what will that first appointment look like and will it hurt? Um, no, this is great questions. No, um, I try to make my office very unlike a normal doctor's office, not the cold and, you know, unsettling feeling that you walk into in a doctor's office. I try to make my office very, very warm and cozy, just like you're walking into somebody's kind of almost living room, um, even though it's not my house. Um, but, you know, I, I, I obviously other than signing out the paperwork and filling out all the, the stuff that you have to do, um, then I'll take you back. We'll sit down. We'll have a, just an open discussion about things that you're going through, things that you're having problems with, kind of see what your habits are, your diet's like a little bit. Um, just kind of get some different feedback from, from different areas that you're struggling with. Um, and then I'll do some scans. I usually do a posture analysis to kind of see what your posture looks like because <laughs> nine times out of 10, a lot of people's back pain, head pain, uh, head pain and headaches are coming from their posture. You know, people that sit behind a desk all day long, text net, you know, all that kind of stuff. 
and they don't get to see what they look like every day. So that's why I do the posture scan to kind of see what your head weight looks like, how much weight you're holding. Um, And then I do a thermography scan, uh, myovision, which basically kind of shows the muscle tension. It's a, it's a scan that I put on your back at different sections, and it kind of tells me um, where your muscles are spasming, where they're more normal, to kind of give me and you an idea of, okay, where are you holding this tension? Is it in your neck? Is it in your back? Because sometimes it's not where you think it is. Um, and then we'll go over all that information. I'll explain it to you. I'll go over your report with you and give you a, a basically a good goal uh, to get you from point A to point B, uh, and then we'll start the adjustment usually. Um, and now as far as the, the first adjustment or so, I usually call kind of like the learning phase because I'm learning how your body works um, and you're learning how my adjustments are because I tell patients, if you've never been to the chiropractor before, it is really scary sometimes because you see the videos, you see, watch the movies, you know, I, I tell patients all the time, you know, I'm not Chuck Norris. I'm not Jackie Chan. I'm not going to sit there and try to twist your neck real fast and break it. Um, no, it's it's a more of a gentle adjustment, but it looks more forceful because it's really quick. It's really fast. And it's got to be fast because I've got to beat that muscle reaction. Um, but no, the first couple of adjustments, you, you might be a little bit sore um, afterwards. And that's normal. And it, I tell patients it's no more than just having a good workout. You know, you go to the gym, you have a good workout, you might be a little sore the next day. Well, that's that's your body's normal response to that type of stimulus. So that's why I tell patients that that, that is a possibility, but that dissipates really quickly. Um, and no, it, the adjustment doesn't hurt. It actually is a, it's a, <laughs> to use a lot of my patients, uh, they say it's a good kind of pain. Usually mm-hmm. uh, when they get adjustment, it's like, I know that's tender, but that, that feels so good. You know, it's like mm-hmm. when you get a good massage, you know, that hurts so good. It hurts so good, right? Exactly. Yeah. So other than that, no, no. So what, what is actually happening when you make an adjustment or you, you crack something in my, in, I mean, cause it's, it's all cracking, right? Like that's what the adjustments look like. So, so what is actually happening in the spine when you do that? Well, what's actually going on is I'm moving that bone segment a little bit. It's like a couple millimeters of movement. You're really not going to see it. Um, but that noise that you hear, that pop crack that everybody's addicted to, uh, it's actually, that's called a cavitation. And it's no more than just popping the, the bubbles on a bubble wrap. It's the gas coming out of the joint is being released and that's what that pop noise is. Um, but what I'm doing when I give that adjustment is I'm finding where that bone is not moving. It's, I use the word stuck. It's restricted. It's stuck. It's not moving. So I take it to where it needs to go to where I feel it kind of stop. And then I give that quick little, you know, thrust in, in there to, to free that subluxation, to free that uh, fixations and you'll hear release. And then the joint moves like it's supposed to. It's kind of like when you take a, a jar lid and it doesn't, it's real stuck. You can't turn it. You tap it a couple of times and then you get that little pop and it pops open. That's kind of the same thing going on there. Okay. It, does that make sense? It does make sense. And so then, and then, but I think from what you were saying before, then your muscles are used to, they either spasm or they kind of try to pull it back out of alignment. They do, yeah. It, the muscles are and the muscles are spasming for a reason. They're spasming because they're trying to protect you. Um, a lot of people think that muscle spasms are a bad thing. They actually are a good thing because they're protecting you from doing further injury to yourself. Um, 
and for good reason. And I kind of let patients know it's kind of like the, the ratchet straps. You ever, you know, ratchet those straps really tight. They won't let anything move. Once I get that adjustment, we can loosen the straps up and the muscles will relax because they realize that, hey, I don't need to be, I don't need to be in spasm anymore. It's, it's where it needs to be. I can relax. And that's usually where you feel that instant like weight lifted off your shoulders type feeling when you get that release from that muscle spasm. And sometimes it takes a few visits for that if it's really intense. I mean, if you've got a back spasm, like Amy, you know, if you've got a back spasm for a couple days, you know, that's not going to go away in one click. You know, that's usually going to take a little bit of time because that muscle is so irritated, so inflamed. um, It's going to take a little bit of extra um, cool down, I should say, uh, to get it to calm down. Yeah, that does, that does make a lot of sense. Um, and why it feels better when you crack it. Now, what is your, so do you, I see people, my husband and my sons included, who are constantly cracking their own necks. <laughs> it makes me crazy. Who's, <laughs> who's uh, right in that one? Uh, I see that all the time. No, <laughs> It's uh, yeah, I know, and, and they're like, "Oh, I cracked my own neck, crack," and then they just go. Oh, it's. Oh. I know, uh, uh, yeah. You never it's, crack your fingers, Fran. I do crack my fingers, but it's very different when you crack your neck. I crack my children's toes all the time. They start oh, pulling God. them feet away from me. Mama, mama, quit it! Oh, people hate that. Oh, people don't like their toes cracked. I know that much. No, it's. It's not good just because of the motion that you're doing, because I see a lot of people like to, you know, just throw their neck and yes. jerk it, yank it in different ways. And, and that can cause a lot of problems. Uh, if anything, just muscle spasms. Um, but I have had cases where I've had patients tell me that they know somebody that had a stroke or had a tear in an artery or something because they cracked their own neck. And, you know, that's obviously that's up that's an astronomical case, but that does happen. Um, and what you're doing when you crack your own neck, so to speak, is you're really just getting segments that are already loose. You're not really moving the segment that needs to move. You're moving the ones around that segment because they're unstable. They're loose. They're going to pop really easily. Um, but there's always that one that's stuck in there. And I hear that all the time. I just can't get that one. I can get my neck to pop, but I can't get the one I want. That's what the one segment that needs to be adjusted. Um, and until you get that one adjusted and continue to pop your own neck, you're just going to make your neck more unstable, more um, weak. And then over time, you're going to have a very flexible neck. It's going to pop all the time. It's going to crack very easily. And you're going to get more pain, more headaches, more, you know, all the other issues that come along with it. So that's why I tell patients it's not good to pop your own neck, your own back often. Um, if you do it a couple of times, you know, it, you know, our, our body's meant to move. It's going to make noise, but you shouldn't be sitting there jerking on your neck because that's going to cause damage in the long run. You know, I love that. And, um, I think what I heard you say that I had just an aha moment in my head about is if, if you are feeling the need to constantly pop a spot, probably there's another spot that needs some TLC that you can't get to by yourself. And so if you're feeling that need to pop a spot consistently, that's a good indicator that you need to take your body into the shop. That's right. That's good. I couldn't have said that better. You're welcome. I've also got another one that's really been sitting with me. Do you want to hear it? (laughs) Yes, go ahead. 
you were like, I moved the joint and the gas escapes from the joint space. And I'm like, it farted. (laughs) (laughs) And you can use that in your patient education. (laughs) I I will definitely use that from now on. Yes. I have never, never heard that before. You're welcome. It's going, go, I'll tell you, all back to pooping. That's what it is. Always. That's my daddy and me. My mom can confirm. It's it's never good. But yeah, so that's so super interesting. You know, you you, um, you open up the joint space. It makes a little sound, but you open exactly. up the joint space. And when you're feeling like you need to open up a joint space all the time and you can't get the one that's stuck, you need to go get that opened up, mobilized a little bit. That's right. That's right. It will not get better unless you take care of it. That's what I tell patients a lot of the time. Yeah. So, Fran, so, are you ready? Am I ready? Do I make go in? I know. Well, like, clearly, I have no excuse now. I know. I'm like a 13-year veteran of all kinds of chiropractic care, so it's been fascinating for me just to be with Fran when she's like, all right, now exactly what are you doing? Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a total novice, which is part of why I wanted Dr. Matt on here, because I wanted to understand, you know, exactly what it could do for me. I mean, I know a lot of people who have been to chiro- chiropractors, and I know a lot of really cool, smart people who are in the chiropractic care. Um, and it's just something that I've never, it's, it has not been a part of my wheelhouse. Um and I can tell you all, I, I mean, I could sit here for hours and talk about how chiropractic can help you and tell you all the stuff that it does. And that's not really going to mean a lot to you. And that's why I tell patients that in order to really know what it's going to do for you, you have to get it done. Like you have to experience it uh, because an experience means so much more to you than knowledge, I should say. Um, and that's why I tell patients, I can't really tell you how you're going to feel, you're going to have to experience it yourself. And then you'll know. Um, it, it's like, you know, I, I can you know, speak all day and educate you, but until you feel it, till you see the difference, feel the difference, you're not really going to understand 100%, I guess I should say. Well, and it also sounds like, you know, I, I don't know what I don't know. So, and like what you said before about what, you know, how often people, you know, we just normalize things. Right. Mm-hmm. And so there's, there are things that I've been living with for, I, I don't know, 20, 30 years that I wrote off to, I have one leg that's shorter than the other. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's because that's why that is. Um, and who knows what will feel different when my spine is adjusted. Right. And, and then I'll be like, oh my God. <laughs> uh, looser and lighter. Those are the two words that I usually get uh, after the first adjustment. <laughs> I call them the two okay. L. If you feel looser and lighter, I've done my job because that's that's what I accomplish for the first one. Yep. I always feel Bobble- like I can take a deep breath again. Yeah. Bobblehead syndrome. That's what I usually call it. <laughs> well, that sounds really good. Yeah. It's exciting. So, Matt, is before we kind of wrap up here, is there anything – that you kind of want to make sure people hear that that you want to make sure people get out of this, um, you know, that, because there are a lot of people who practice chiropractic care out there. And so what is it about, um, about you and your care that should, they should be knocking on your door? Well, 
one thing is about why I love to do what I do and how I try to be different than any other chiropractor out there. I mean, obviously, yeah, you can go to any chiropractor and they'll adjust your spine uh, more or less. But I like to give that personalized attention to my patients. Um, I don't want them to ever feel like they're, you know, on a slaughterhouse, you know, on a, on a, on a revolving door. They're just in and out, in and out, in and out. Because that's what I tend to find a lot of patients that do start care with me is that they find that a lot of chiropractors don't take a lot of time to explain things. Um, and I want patients to understand why they're coming to see me because you're going to come see your chiropractor more often than you are your medical doctor. Uh, and you want to. So I want you to know why you're coming to see me more often. And I want to get that, that attention and care that you need. Uh, because I find that a lot of the times patients and people have problems in their life and they're usually caused by what I call the three T's um, toxins or, you know, anything you're exposed to, anything you put in your body, trauma, things that happen to us, uh, either emotional, physical, mental, things like that, or um, uh, thoughts, you know, anxiety, stress, things like that. We all experience things like that every day. So because you're hurting, you're in pain, doesn't necessarily mean because you're your body's out of alignment in, in that aspect. It's also because it could be a mental issue. It could be what you're putting in your body. So I try to take time with patients to give them that opportunity to open up and explain to me things that they're dealing with that you can't really talk to about to your spouse, your loved ones, or your other doctors. You just don't feel comfortable because you feel like they're going to judge you or, or write it off or anything else like that. So I try to make my office a very comforting atmosphere for patients to be their self, uh, because I never want you to leave the same way that you came in. Um, that is usually my guarantee is that you will not leave my office the same way that you came in, uh, whether you know it or not. Um, and I let patients know that sometimes it, it's a struggle that they just can't understand. And it's usually coming from something else. So I try to be that extra, uh, therapy for them. And that's why I love to do what I do because I get to change people's, you know, minds and hearts and, and bodies every day, get to help them actually get the, the results and the healing and the growth that they so desperately need um, that they can't get in a typical medical office. I love that, that your commitment to um, having people be better every day. At, back at University of Rochester, their uh, little motto is Meliora, and it means ever better. And I love that. That's I like something that. I really relate to from from my old stomping grounds. And um, I, I hear that, and that, that that's what you're really committed to giving people on a daily basis. And that's one of the reasons why I chose the name that I did is, is New Directions, because, you know, so many people go in a circle every day. They're just chasing their tail, and they're just wandering around, and I like to give them that new direction to go into. And we'll go through this together. You don't have to do it alone. Um, and I get a little emotional sometimes because I just, I have that heart for people. And, uh, excuse me, sorry. So it's just, I just love to see the lives changed. And that's the the biggest goal of my office is it's not to just get you healthier. I mean, obviously, yeah, that's a great thing. I want, to, I want you to be as healthy as you can be, but I want to see your life changed because so many people are lost. They're struggling. They feel like that, you know, I'm just going to have to live with this, that nobody loves me, nobody cares. And I get to be that person that can shine that light for them. 
Yeah. Or one of the, or one of those people, I should say. I'm not I'm not the only person, but that that's just what I like about my job is I get that, you know, 15 to 20 minutes of just me and you just kind of get that connection with patients and it it, it really means a lot to me if anything. Yeah, I love that, man. And I love the name. I mean, that just makes so sense because you people come into you stuck, right? They're they're stuck like literally their backs are stuck in a way, you know, and it sounds like the ones who you really um, connect with are feeling stuck in their lives somehow. And so you kind of open them up to new possibilities and new, new directions. That's, that's wonderful. Why do we not name our practice that Fran? Uh, he took it. Right. <laughs> Dang it, Matt. It was taken. It's hard, it's hard to name things. I tell you, it's hard to name practices. Coming up with a logo is even harder. Tell, you. tell us about it. Uh-huh. I love the healthy AF. I, I mean, I can't. You know, there's so many, there's. I love the healthy AF. I'm, I'm trying to think of how I can implement that in my practice. But You've got to have an Amy and a friend. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, well, I want to wrap us up, Matt. Thank you so much for coming on. I I feel like you've given us a really clear picture of not just about standard chiropractic care but also about gaps in thriving and who you are and what you're really committed to. I've gotten a good essence of Matt. I hope all of you listeners have too. If you've loved this, please like and subscribe, share it with your friends, um, go get adjusted, have a flipping awesome life and know that you are not alone ever. There are lots of people out here who make their livelihood and their passion being with you and having you see your own power. Yep. Absolutely. And Matt, can you just um, let people know how to contact you if they want, how to follow you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I actually have an online booking site, which is even 10 times easier to, to do that online. If you want to book an appointment with me, I would love to have you. Uh, it's new directions, chiropractic dash NC, like North Carolina.com. Um, my online booking site is right there. All my contact information is right there. And even if you don't want to book appointment and you just want to, to get some clarifications and questions, I also have a, an email portal on there as well. It says ask a question, you know, so if you can just see about, you know, all the other kind of avenues that, that you might be wanting to get into with chiropractic, it's, it's all there for you. Awesome. Okay. How about social media? Oh yeah. Well, it's all, it's all the same. New Directions Chiropractic is my Instagram. Um, like I say, I post there, try to do daily. If, if it's not education, it's just me laughing and dancing on my reels that I like to make. But just to give some people some something to laugh at. If I make you smile at that, I've done my job, I feel like, with that. But, yeah, New Directions Chiropractic is my Instagram handle. Uh, and then, like I said, NewDirectionsChiropractic-NC.com is, is my website. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so, so much for being on here with us. It was a real no, pleasure. Thank you. thank you so much for, for letting me share and listening to me ramble on. <laughs> we loved it. Stuff. <laughs> we loved it. You've been listening to The Mesh an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. 
discover other network shows, and give us feedback on what you just heard.